yeah, hello? Yeah. Yeah, Grace Community was uh, canceled today. Yeah. You're about the 600 person that asked me that question this morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, but we are uh, having a, a service that you can watch online. So uh, if you tune in in a little bit, you'll be able to watch this. And uh, God's put a team together here today, and we're excited about it. Hey, stay warm. And uh, no, I retract that statement. Go out and play in the snow. <laughs> Thanks. See ya. Bye. Hey, welcome today. Uh, we're here today just uh, to encourage your hearts. And um, obviously, uh, there's a red alert. Um, God wasn't surprised by this, was he, guys? God wasn't surprised by this. And we want to encourage you today with God's word. And we're hoping that somehow this devotional, uh, this worship time really does that. Uh, and that you kind of snuggle in and grab your family or if you're single, that this encourages your heart. And uh, we're excited that we get to bring the good news of Jesus to you today. Uh, it's, it is beautiful out today, and the snow is gorgeous. And I uh, just want to say hi from uh, Grace Community to you. And uh, Jeremy, uh, are you excited about being here this morning, man? Oh, yeah. The drive-in was awesome. <laughs> I'm always excited about snow. <laughs> How about you, Wes? Was it fun for you to come in this morning? Yeah, I always get a charge up when I get to come here early in the morning, and it's nice and quiet and uh, prepare my heart for worship. So I love it. Amanda, how about for you? You came in with your hubby today, I take? I did. He, he actually drove me in this morning, and then he came back. So here, here we are, excited. And Chris, good having you with us this morning. And Lori, we're, we're excited that you're with us too. And uh, we got people running cameras today that normally don't run cameras. And uh, uh, it's exciting. And Brandon, hey, Brandon, thanks for, Brandon Troy, thanks for running the camera out there. Um, but we're going to open with just a worship song and Jeremy, what are we singing? What, what are you going to lead us in today? Yeah, great one to kick off the morning, uh, 10,000 Reasons. Uh, we have so many reasons to praise him today, and uh, we want to make sure we're counting all of them. Um, you know, if we have any, if we're ever struggling to worship, um, it's probably because we haven't really thought through what we have to be thankful for. Yeah. And uh, so just want you guys to join us in that today from right where you're at, maybe you can uh, hit pause on this and share some things with your your family that you're grateful for, that you're thankful, that you want to praise God for this morning. Bless the The sun comes up, it's a new day dawn, it's time to sing your songs again, whatever may pass and whatever lies before me, let me be singing when the evening comes, so
to feel <laughs> the cold outside and to look out our windows and, and just see your beauty. Um, God, you have, you have every, every minute ordained. Uh, you know the snowflakes that fell this last day. You know the hairs on our head. You know exactly what's going on in our lives, and we have so much reason to thank you. Um, who else do we have but you, God? Uh, we're, we're just grateful this morning. Amen. Amen. Uh, I don't often get a chance like to talk to you one-on-one and all of us get this opportunity, but I, I, I just want to let you know that um, I, I really do love you. And uh, there's moments that um, I pause in the middle of my week, and I am so grateful that I get to be your pastor. And uh, I'm really proud uh, to be able to walk alongside of you, uh, even yesterday, um, many of you spent some time on the streets in a blizzard 
handing out chocolate bars and just to show the love of Christ to the community. And I'm sure it blessed many of them. But I'm grateful for all the volunteers that come out every Sunday and serve and uh, come out through the week. And we even had guys here early this morning that were plowing. And even though we didn't meet, they were here and they were plowing. I just want to say thanks to you uh, for doing that too. And I, I don't take lightly this incredible privilege, and I'm sure Jeremy doesn't either, nor any of us who serve here and volunteer. It's an incredible privilege to be part of Grace Community Church, and um, in, in case you're not a regular attendee of Grace, we're really, we're people who love Jesus, and uh, we love you because God loves us, and uh, it's not about grace, it's about Jesus. I want to encourage your hearts today with a, just a short devotional that really ask a difficult question concerning us as Christ followers. Sometimes there's this misnomer out there or this belief that um, it's easy when you come to Jesus. Um, is that true, guys? <laughs> and, and sometimes there's a teaching out there that says, uh, you know, when you come to Christ and you give your life to Christ, that everything uh, works together the way you want it to work together. And you have this incredible... Uh, enormous blessing that you think is blessing. God's blessing is with you, but it doesn't always play out the way you think it should. And and so my hope today is that maybe this snippet, this this truth from God's word will just allow you to hold on. And, and maybe right now where you're at, you're in a very difficult place. I got to believe as some of you are, um, all of us are difficult places in our walks. And, um, you know, I even think sometimes when I think of um, um, this photo I have of my mom, and I don't know how good this photo is that you're able to see, but it's a picture of me and my mother taking a walk. Uh, It was taken last year, and uh, my mom has the early stages of Alzheimer's, and uh, she doesn't want to admit it. And uh, she's denying it. And, but when I'm with her, it's like in those moments, she's clear and we're able to enjoy life. And, but a day later, two days later, she'll often forget that we had these conversations. It's, it's in those kind of times for me, and I'm sure for you, when life doesn't make sense. Like, there's been times, I'll be honest, I wonder, like, why does my mom have to walk through that? Like, she's done so much. She's poured into me, and all of us have had parents or people that have poured into us. And, and I know Jeremy, um, Jeremy, for you, um, you lost your mom to cancer. What, what age was that? How old were you when you lost your mom? Um, I was 23. Um, yeah, we had just had, uh, she was up visiting um, when we had my daughter, when we had Lily. Uh, she came up to see us and uh, see Lily right after she was born. And she didn't tell us at that time, but that's when she found the lump. And, and it was just a couple of years after that. And, yeah, hard hard times for our family um, as a whole. Uh, but God, uh, he works through it. All that to say this this morning, that even when it doesn't make sense, even when it feels like your life is falling apart, it really isn't. When you, when you know Christ. Like, if we could see the way that God is caring for us, like even right now, if I was able to open up, and I'm not able to, but if I was able to open up the heavenlies, and you could see the angels, the messengers, the ministering spirits Scripture talks about that are serving around you, fighting for you, battling for you. 
And if you could see the plan that God has charted out, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11 said he has this plan for you already charted. If you could see the end, like he's going to work everything out for good for us. And by the way, that good doesn't always look like what you think it should, but it's the good that God wants. <laughs> it doesn't. I just want to read, a, a, Jesus was having a conversation with his disciples, and I want you to turn to your Bibles, grab your, your mobile devices, or uh, grab your hard copy, and, uh, and turn to John chapter 6, and, and we're going to look at, uh, briefly this morning, John chapter 6, verses 60 uh, uh, through 71. Jesus had a conversation with his disciples, and listen to some of these words just prior to this verse 60, and verse 53, it says, Jesus said to them, Verily, truly, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Now, picture that for a second, first conversation, having that conversation uh, with, with, uh, with his disciples. Drink his blood or you have no life. I mean, and then he says, Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. To me, it sounds a lot like a vampire. And so when I'm hearing this, this was really hard news, and, but Jesus was trying to express to them that it would be difficult. Like, to follow Christ requires a lot. And so um, after that hard conversation, um, the disciples were, were perplexed. And then it says this in verse 60. On hearing it, many of his disciples said, this is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Um, like, there's a lot of hard teachings in Scripture. Have you guys ever had moments where, like, like, like I don't like what that says. You guys ever had those kind of moments? Just kind of glaze over it and yeah. <laughs> read something easier. Yeah, let's read the promises of God right now, okay? <laughs> and then uh, it says this. It says, aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them. I love that phrase because Jesus was fully man and fully God. And at the same time, he was aware that they were grumbling about this. He said to them, so this was his response to their grumbling. I love his response. Like, does this offend you? Then what if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I've spoken to you, they are full of spirit and life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would betray him. Every time I read this passage... And even now, as I, I think about you that are listening out there, and, and, and we have friends too, I often wonder how many people out there truly believe in Christ. I wonder how many, like, even though Jesus said this, and we're going to find out who that is, Judas, even though he said it, I wonder who he would be saying that to today. Like, I, I wonder right now if any of you, because Jesus had known from the beginning who would betray him, my prayer is this, listen, don't be that person. <laughs> um, you need to cling to Jesus. So Jesus said these words then. He says, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled them. And from this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. Um, so there's this moment in time when this teaching was so hard that they didn't like it because they had many followers. They loved Jesus. They loved watching the miracles. They loved that he could heal and they were, they were, they were just the, his fan club. Like, yeah, that's Jesus. Let's go watch him do some things. But the minute Jesus called him to something deeper, the minute he called them out to sacrifice, you can see it says that many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. Look what he says next to that. Jesus asked the twelve, "You do not want to leave, too, do you?" 
Imagine being one of these disciples um, and having the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords looking at you. You had followed him. You had spent years with him, three years. You had watched his ministry publicly. You had watched him perform miracles. And then to have him look at each one of us and say, you're not going to leave too, are you? Like, I hope today that if you are in a difficult place, and I hope today if it's, if it's kind of cloudy or fuzzy or maybe it's a low time for you, that you don't think that leaving Jesus is better than clinging to him and following him. Look at the response. Simon Peter had answered him. It's one of my favorite verses in Scripture. He said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. In other words, who else are we going to follow? Like, why would we follow someone else? Like, and he's saying, like, you offer words of eternal life. Like, like, Justin, why would we go anywhere else? Like, Amanda, why would we, Chris, why would we go, Lori, why would we listen to Jeremy, uh, Wes, why would we listen? Peter's like, like, who else are we going to listen to? The Goshen News? I mean, seriously, like, are, are we going to listen to CNN? Or are we going to listen to the broadcast on the radio? Or are we going to listen to you? Like, even though it's hard, like, you contain the words of life. And in you, we have life. Like, in other words, he's saying, there's no turning back. I'm in. Like, I'm going to turn my eyes on you, Jesus. Like, no matter what, no matter even if it's difficult, like, and sometimes you don't understand no matter if you lose your mother, no matter if a husband walks away or a wife walks away, no matter if you're that single mom right now sitting home and, and it's been a hard week and you got your kids with you and you're wondering if you can make, no matter if you're single and you're lonely and you're saying, God, I long to have a companion. Listen, don't ever turn your eyes away from Jesus. Turn to him. Like, who else will we turn to that can offer us life and eternal life? As we were processing this earlier this morning, uh, one of our guys here said, man, it, it makes me think of a song that really comes to mind. It's, it's an old hymn that many of you probably are familiar with. And, and so we're just going to sing that out. Like, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Like, look full in his wonderful face. And the things of this earth will, will, will dim. And, but turn your eyes on Jesus. So maybe, maybe now you just kind of quietly sing this and with your eyes shut maybe maybe you're standing on top of your couch and believe in this <laughs> maybe maybe uh, uh you're just shouting it out you're opening the back door and or maybe it's just this whisper to god as we sing this song through just turn your eyes on jesus turn your eyes upon Jesus look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the 
pray that that I would never turn my eyes away from you God I pray God that that we would never turn our eyes away from you and I pray when the enemy comes and tries to distract us and pull us away that God that we would turn to you and God this is a critical point in the, the lives of the disciples they had a decision to make it's either Jesus or not Jesus it's either trust and obey or not trust and obey this was a critical point in their journey. And I often wonder as I hear Jesus ask them this question, you do not want to leave too, do you? That I picture our Savior maybe with this, the tears running down his cheek and saying, please, don't you leave too. I pray, God, that, that we would be a bride that would always cling to you no matter what and I pray for those out there listening right now that they might be wanting to grab something the world is pulling them towards or wanting to believe a lie from the enemy, God, that you would enter their front room, that you would enter uh, their, their, their kitchen, and, and God, that you would convict them. And Lord, I pray that they would see that who else should they believe but you? You have words of life. and I pray, Lord, that, that we would be the remnant that always stands. And then we would always, Lord, lean on you. Thanks, God, that you never leave us nor forsake us. And thanks for this morning, God, that we can be reminded of your promises. In Jesus' name, amen. So Simon Peter had answered him, and Lord, to whom shall we go? And you have the words of eternal life, and we have come to believe. And then Jesus replied, like, it was like this dialogue back and forth. Jesus talked, Peter talked. Now it's Jesus' turn to talk. And Jesus replied, Have I not chosen you, the twelve? Yet one of you is a devil. He meant Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, who, though one of the twelve, was later to betray him. Jesus said, Have I not chosen you, the twelve? Yet one of you is a devil. My hope is this, and that we would be like, the majority of the disciples. Because here's what I know about the majority of the disciples. The disciples died martyrs' lives. Like, like, here's what I know to be true. Like, this isn't just a fairy tale. Like, this isn't just a, a good book about a good man. These are the living words of God. And the best way to test someone's faith is if they would die for a cause. And here's what we know from Scripture is that Many of these disciples, some died upside down on the cross. Some of them were, were literally torched alive. Many of them died believing that Jesus was the Son of God. You know, uh, there's been a group of men here at Grace that have spent some time in Iraq, and we have sat face-to-face with people who had a chance to deny Christ or not deny Christ. And we've heard the stories of these Iraqi Christians who left everything. Like, they left their businesses. They, they got on the run. They left their bank accounts, and they fled. And then they, they left a foreign country or foreign, went to a foreign city to, to, for a fresh start. They gave up everything, and they had the chance to say, I deny Christ. And we heard them. And, I, and one by one, these people said, this is the best decision I've ever made. 
you know, today as I read this and today as I, I wrap these up, I, I wonder today if we jumped into this account, I wonder today if you were one of the 12. I wonder today if you would hold on to the words of Christ or you would turn away if this was you, if death came stomping at your door. Let me just say this today as we kind of wrap up some thoughts here today. Um, Jesus promises. (laughs) You won't get this promise anywhere else. Jesus promises to work all your stuff, all the things that you touch, all the journeys that you go on. He promises to work them out for good to those that love him and are called his children. So please, I'm going to challenge you. Don't compromise. Don't try to find it in a relationship. Don't try to find it in money. Don't try to find it in possessions. Even if it seems bleak right now, even if it seems like like it's not working the way you want it to work out, hold on because Jesus promises to be with you. You will never walk alone. His love never fails, never. Guys, we were talking about a song earlier and it kind of just kind of drives that home that his love never fails in the, I encourage you to join in with with us here as we sing this truth today and let it resonate deeply in your hearts. All right. Love never fails, Nothing can separate, even if I ran away and your love never fails. Amen. I know I still make mistakes, but you have new mercies for me every day, and your love never fails. You can claim that. You stay. You stay the same through the ages, and your love never changes. There may be pain in the night, but joy comes in the morning, yes. And when the oceans rage, I don't have to be afraid, because I know that you love me. And your love never No, 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 no. 
just to look around and say, hey, this is the thing that I need to lay before God this morning. Like, I'm holding on to this thing instead of holding on to Jesus. And maybe it's a time of prayer, like, that you need right now to release to Jesus. I'm giving this over to you. Maybe for some of you, it's just saying, Jesus, I'm going to be with you to the end. I'm not leaving. And if Jesus comes knocking and asking this question, you do not want to leave me too, do you? That your response today and from here on out, I'm not going anywhere. Now listen to me, because if you cling to Jesus, yes, 
it'll be difficult at times. But I promise you, I promise you, and everyone here will promise you, it will be worth it. Won't it, guys? Yes. It'll be worth it. Here's what I want you to do, and I'm going to wrap things up here. If you want to say to Jesus, I'm not going anywhere, Jesus. Like, if you want to be one of those followers and after your prayer time together and you're saying, Jesus, you can ask me that question. I'm not going anywhere, Jesus. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go on social media. I want you to go on Twitter. I want you to go on Instagram. Maybe it's a picture of you in your room right now, of your family. Maybe it's you by yourself and you're taking a picture. I want you to post this picture on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. And I want you to put hashtag, I'm not going anywhere, Jesus. Okay, I'm not going anywhere. Let's say it together, guys. I'm not going anywhere, Jesus. So post your pictures. It's, a, it's, it's saying, as for me and my house, <laughs> we're serving the Lord. As for me and my house, we're serving the Lord. So let me uh, just wrap up in prayer and uh, uh, send you off in some prayer and some time interaction and post some pictures. And maybe we become the community that says, I'm not going anywhere, Jesus. Lord, we love you. We're grateful for your promise that you'll never leave us, that your love never fails. God, we're grateful that, that you are with us. God, we're grateful this morning that we can dig into your word and we can learn from some disciples, 11 of them. God, they were with you till the end. Even they gave their lives. May we continue to carry the same DNA of God, of our Savior, of your son, Jesus Christ, and these disciples. And may we, even if death looks us in the face, that we go to the end and say, I'm not denying Christ. I pray for all those teenagers out there, all those young children. I pray for all the singles. I pray for the married people who daily are facing this challenge, this tension of going with the world or staying with Jesus. I pray from this day forward, God, that there would be this generation that rises up that says, I'm not going anywhere, Jesus. God, bless the homes. Be close to the people that are watching. And may you be encouraged today, God, by the faith of your followers. We just commit this time to you. We ask it in the strong name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You want to say goodbye, guys? We'll see you guys. Have fun, little girl.